Hello there, and welcome to another intriguing episode of Blueprints in Marketing, learning from the classics. The aim of this podcast, as you well know, is to dissect and distill critical moments in marketing history, helping you, our valued listeners, to build a robust and informed foundation. Today, we've got a rather nostalgic tale to tell. It's the marketing story of Beanie Babies and the clever exploitation of a principle we know as FOMO or fear of missing out. This narrative spans the late 90s and early 2000s, a period during which a plush little Tory held sway over the masses and changed the face of collectibles forever. The Beanie Babies phenomenon, driven by its manufacturer, Ty Inc., demonstrated marketing strategies and principles that continue to resonate today. By looking at how Beanie Babies capitalized on the FOMO principle, we gain valuable insights into how this technique can be applied effectively. So buckle up, as we're about to delve into a narrative of suspense, strategy, and stuffed animals. Have you ever imagined a world where a little stuffed toy could drive rational adults to feverish madness, where people were willingly spending thousands of pounds on bean-filled critters, and where queues wrapped around stores at every new release? This wasn't a fictional world, my dear listeners, but a reality during the heyday of Beanie Babies. And here's something to really hook you in. Did you know that a Princess Diana Bear Beanie Baby sold for over half a million pounds? Yes, you heard it right. We'll be coming back to that later in the podcast. Stay tuned for more surprising facts and fascinating stories about the Beanie Babies phenomenon. To appreciate this tale fully, we must first set our time machine to the early 1990s. It was a time when the internet was just beginning to creep into the corners of our lives and traditional marketing principles were being challenged and reshaped. Now, enter Ty Warner, the enigmatic founder of Ty Inc., the company behind Beanie Babies. Warner, an eccentric with an astute business acumen, had a vision of creating a collectible toy that was affordable enough for children to buy with their pocket money. Inc. introduced Beanie Babies in 1993, but it was from the mid-90s onwards that things really began to heat up. At this time, the marketing world was predominantly driven by traditional media. Television, radio, print ads. The concept of viral marketing was barely on the horizon. Yet, Warner managed to create a toy frenzy without a single television advertisement. His marketing strategy centered on two main pillars, scarcity and collectability. This is where the magic of FOMO marketing begins to shine. FOMO, the fear of missing out, is a powerful psychological trigger. Humans are wired to be part of experiences, to collect, to possess. Warner leveraged this to the hilt, creating limited editions and retiring Beanie Babies without notice, thus keeping demand high and the market in a perpetual state of anticipation. In our next segment, 
We'll delve deeper into this unique strategy and how it led to an unprecedented Beanie Babies mania. As we continue this journey, let's remember that in marketing, as in life, it's not always about the size or price of the product, but the emotions and experiences attached to it. This was a glimpse into the world that gave birth to one of the most iconic marketing tales in history. Hold tight, dear listeners, as we prepare to plunge into the main story in our upcoming segment, The Rise, The Craze, and The Eventual Decline of Beanie Babies. Stay tuned. All right, listeners, let's jump right into our story. Our protagonist, the Beanie Baby, is not a superhero but a humble, understated plush toy filled with plastic pellets or beans, which gave the toy its name. Yet, it's the story of how these little creatures transformed the world of collectibles that makes them truly remarkable. Tyink, the company behind Beanie Babies, had a unique marketing strategy. They created scarcity on purpose. You see, they would release a certain number of Beanie Babies into the market, let them sell like hotcakes, and then, quite unexpectedly, retire some of them. This meant that certain Beanie Babies would no longer be manufactured, making them instantly rare and thus, more desirable. This tactic was the spark that ignited the Beanie Babies craze. It was a masterclass in creating a sense of urgency. By limiting availability and unpredictably retiring models, Tyink exploited the FOMO, or fear of missing out, in its consumers. Imagine a child, or more often, an adult collector, walking into a shop and seeing a beanie baby they don't have yet. Knowing that it could be retired and become unavailable at any moment, the urge to buy it was compelling. The FOMO effect was in full swing and the Beanie Babies flew off the shelves. Now, the stage was set for Beanie Babies to become more than just Tories they became investments. The idea that purchasing a £5 toy could result in selling it for hundreds, or even thousands, of pounds down the line was tantalising. People began buying Beanie Babies not just to collect, but in hopes of making a profit. In fact, a marketplace for Beanie Baby trading sprung up, with pricing guides, trade shows, and online forums dedicated to discussing the toys. One notable example was eBay, where Beanie Babies accounted for 10% of their sales during the peak of the crack. Among these coveted creatures, certain Beanie Babies became particularly famous due to their perceived rarity. Remember that Princess Diana Bear Beanie Baby I mentioned in the hook? This purple bear, released in memory of Princess Diana, was believed to be exceptionally rare, which led to inflated prices in secondary markets. A few hopeful sellers even listed the toy for prices reaching up to half a million pounds. Unfortunately, or perhaps fortunately for those caught up in the frenzy, most Beanie Babies didn't hold their value. When the bubble burst, many were left with collections worth a fraction of what they paid. It turned out that even the rare Beanie Babies weren't so rare after all. 
Thai Inc. had produced them in their millions. Despite this, Thai Inc. is strategy undeniably succeeded in creating a global sensation. By the end of the 90s, the company had sold nearly 2 billion beanie babies, making Thai Warner a billionaire. So, what can we learn from this captivating tale of small stuffed toys causing a worldwide commotion? It's a testament to the power of FOMO in marketing. While we might look back and wonder how people got so caught up in the craze, the reality is that FOMO is a powerful motivator in decision-making. And the Beanie Babies story provides a clear blueprint for how FOMO can be leveraged in marketing. Whether you are marketing a product, service, or an experience, sparking a bit of FOMO can go a long way in nudging customers to make a purchase. However, it's crucial to remember the importance of sustainability and long-term value in marketing strategies. After all, the long-term value of Beanie Babies wasn't in the toys themselves, but in the lessons their story left behind. In our next segment, We'll dig deeper into these lessons and how they can be applied to modern marketing strategies. So don't go away, there's more to learn from the tale of the Beanie Babies. Welcome back, listeners. Let's dive into the heart of today's discussion. The lessons to be learned from the Beanie Babies phenomenon and the marketing principles it embodied. The central principle here is FOMO the fear of missing out. In a marketing context, FOMO is a strategy that leverages a consumer's desire not to be left out of a unique experience or an exclusive deal. Beanie Babies capitalized on this principle to an astonishing extent. By artificially limiting the supply of certain Beanie Babies, Thai Inc. was able to create a sense of urgency amongst consumers compelling them to buy before it was too late. This led to unprecedented demand, as collectors and investors alike crushed to stores to get their hands on the latest releases. But how does this principle apply in the world of marketing today? And how can you, our listeners, utilize it effectively? In the era of social media and digital marketing, FOMO is more prevalent than ever. Brands today have many more tools at their disposal to create this sense of urgency and exclusivity. Limited time offers, flash sales, exclusive member deals, these are all common strategies employed by brands to drive consumers to action. Consider the world of fashion, where brands like Supreme have built their entire business model around this principle. They regularly drop limited edition clothing items, which typically sell out within minutes, thus creating a huge buzz and a resale market where items can sell for many times their original price. Similarly, in the tech industry, companies like Apple create a sense of urgency with every new product launch. By hyping up the release with big launch events and marketing campaigns, they ensure consumers feel that they need to get the new product as soon as it hits the market. But as powerful as FOMO can be as a marketing strategy, it's also crucial to consider its implications. 
As we saw with Beanie Babies, the bubble eventually burst when people realized the rarity of the toys was artificially created, and they weren't likely to make a profit from their collections. As such, when employing FOMO in your marketing strategies, it's important to strike a balance. Yes, it can drive sales and create buzz, but if a product or service doesn't live up to the hype, or if the sense of exclusivity is seen as a manipulative tactic, it could harm a brand's reputation in the long run. So, in your own marketing journey, think about how you can create a sense of urgency and exclusivity around your products or services, but always make sure that what you're offering provides real, sustainable value to your customers. After all, Marketing isn't just about driving sales, but about building long-term relationships with consumers. In our final segment, we'll wrap up today's episode, summarizing the story of Beanie Babies and the marketing principles we've learned from it. Don't go away, we're about to bring it all together. Welcome back to the final segment of today's journey into the world of Beanie Babies. We've unraveled the story of these plush little toys that created a global sensation, demonstrating the power of scarcity and FOMO in marketing. It's truly remarkable how a simple, affordable product managed to command such desire and drive such frenzy, all thanks to a shrewd marketing strategy. Tying his unique approach to retiring Beanie Babies created a sense of urgency and exclusivity that fueled sales and led to the toy's iconic status in the 90s. The key takeaway from today's episode is the potent role that FOMO plays in consumer behavior. From creating limited-time offers to hyping product launches, this principle continues to shape marketing strategies today across various sectors, from fashion to tech. Yet, it's important to remember that while FOMO can be a powerful motivator, it must be used responsibly. As marketers, we should aim to provide real value to our consumers and build sustainable, long-term relationships. So, there we have it, listeners a captivating tale of stuffed animals, marketing strategy, and the human psychology of fear of missing out. It's a story that reminds us how potent a tool marketing can be when it taps into our basic human instincts. Until next time, keep exploring, keep learning, and keep questioning. And on that note, we've come to the end of another episode of Blueprints in Marketing learning from the classics. Before I sign off, here's a gem from one of the greatest marketers of our time, Seth Godin, who said, people do not buy goods and services. They buy relations, stories and magic. And what a magical story we had today with Beanie Babies and the incredible marketing strategy behind them. Remember, listeners, marketing is not just about selling a product. It's about crafting a narrative that resonates with people, a narrative that incites a desire, and makes them part of something special. So, go forth, tell those compelling stories, make that magic happen.
and see the incredible things you can achieve with your marketing. Until our next episode, this is your nameless host, bidding you farewell and reminding you that in the world of marketing, there's always a fascinating tale just around the corner. Stay curious and keep tuning in. Goodbye for now. One quick thing before we sign off. Remember, we at Argo do more than just talk about marketing strategies. We do marketing ourselves. Online marketing, developing strategies, you name it. You need a push in your marketing? Drop us an email at info at argo.berlin and let's start writing your success story together. Keep tuning in for more insightful tales from the world of marketing.